0: No moon. Hello there, and welcome to That's No Moon, episode thirty-three. My name is Cockles, and I am here with uh, well, I'm here with the some of the usual crew. Um, uh, we're all very excited about things that are upcoming. We've got oh, we've got loads of events coming up and. Lots of exciting news to announce, and so I'll just an- will announce them in time. But first, I'll introduce my co-hosts for the evening. Uh, number number one, firstly, is what I, who I'll forever name him as Piss General and Dog Muncher. His name is Andrew Terrell. Hello there. Hello there. Uh, yes. Uh, how are you? <coughs> yeah, I'm good. You good? Been stopped by any Spanish police recently?
1: No, no, no. I have been uh, reached out by a lot of people um, who listen um, to tell me how much of a wonderful man I am. <laughs> There's no sense of
0: sarcasm there by any chance.
1: <laughs> Most of them people are uh, ones that you bumped into at the airport um, yep. and other people have um, especially... Um, like jose he was he sent me a message saying that he couldn't stop crying from um, <laughs> laughter about the episode
2: <laughs>
0: um so yeah <laughs> i'm 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 good you can tell i, I reached it well because I've, I've moved from like not moved jobs but i've moved location for my work so i went from clacton in essex to colchester in essex um not a great distance admittedly but i've got oh, a different person i'm essex. working with yeah they're both essex in it um but the bloke that I now work with, who's like the clerk of work that we have, he, um, he, 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 I just, he was, turns out he's a closet geek and he was, he was like, uh, oh, I listen to your podcast. Go on, I'll have a listen. And he started listening. Came back a couple of days later and went, your mate Andy, what a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and I was mama. just like, I'm a legend. Absolute <laughs> legend. And I went, <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. Absolute, absolute, that word. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it was quite funny. But, um, that was entertaining. Um, next, I'm going to introduce a person who kind of got away without me actually dropping a minute because he was also part of this prank, but his time will come, as will yours, Smith, as will yours. This is the man of the flood who I mean, imagine it's been less rainy recently, so he hasn't had to deal with many floods. So, uh, Jack Prowing, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me again. It's okay. It's okay. You just... You, I, I, like, like, I, I will say I was coerced at Malaga Airport. Okay. How <laughs> kicking and screaming? <laughs> how how do you get coerced these days when you're like as an adult by two other nerds? Um, I'll break your minis boys, if you don't join
2: in. The big, the bigger boys convinced me to get in on it, and and I thought it was hilarious, so I did.
0: Bigger boys, <laughs> bigger boys told me to do it. That's fine. I'm just trying to to be you're the, the crew
1: oldest. Ones.
2: No, you're, you're you're
1: you're younger actually, aren't you? Who, me, yeah.
0: I just look the oldest. Yeah, uh, what in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that's very that's very kind of you to say that. <laughs> well, Filippo said at uh, LGT,
2: so I look 42. <laughs> oh, and the pure shock on his face when I told him I was 27 was,
0: mate. See, I feel I feel like I um, I feel like you've had your punishment already. Really being called 42 <laughs> when you're 15 years younger. Uh, that's all good, but uh, good. we. So we may or may not be joined by Ollie shortly. He's just in the middle of some stuff going on. So if he joins, he joins. If he, if not, then he can listen back to this and, and go, damn it, I wish I was there to say things. Um, on this week's episode, we will be talking the following. We'll be talking about um, some world news, that thing happening in March. Um, events in the UK, we've somewhat neglected a, few of the, a bit of the domestic scene recently in favour of talking about the major, major events going on nationally. Um and a and another and another serious subject we'll talk that I'll touch on in, in a bit uh but in the meantime it's just a, just a shout out for our patrons really because we can't do this without you and you know what we haven't done for a little while we haven't given them the uh the shout out so actually I'm going to pr- quickly bring it up and say everyone's name because each and every one of them deserve a little bit of like a, a thank you and 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 a, and a, and a, and a a small round of applause for their support that we have with them. So let me just bring it all up because here we go. First off, Holly Miller. Yes, Holly Miller. That was, if you remember, we spoke about Austin's mum, who listened, who uh, watched all the streams in Spain. She's now a patron. So thank you, Holly. Also, I'll put a message for Holly shortly in a minute. Um, Jose, uh, Jesper, David Zelenka, Chris Goodwin, Simon Merton, company galactic tabletop michael chan coxies elliot kimpton asg matthew reed dom leadham josh Picario, Annabelle torres kevin alexander james burkhead fraser eden jody abrams michael ramirez tom ackland diffs you know who you are joe gumbel mariel adam brown gawain mickey steve mcgillivray i hope heard already i bet i haven't ed law clock Reef City Cartel in, in Australia, Jordan Hatswell, Joe Miles, Missing Link, <sighs> Ketil Udal, I apologize if I haven't pronounced that correctly, ZZZR Rider, Jack Prouting, oh it's you, uh, Nick Harris, Ryan Phillips, Johnny Lighthead, Tom Oates, Justin Reed, NXR Jack, Chris Smith, Renee Skull, Christoph Trojanowski, aka Statman Twist, uh, Jeff Porritt, Nav, Steve Bolton, Prometheus, on to page two. Andy Fern, Chris Reese, Rob Tyson, Tom Curtis, Bill Grant, Tom Zorowski, Dave Grant. And there was Bill Grant and Dave Grant. Two different. No relation. Jonathan Hall, Evan Paul, Jason, Jonathan Dunn, Killy, uh, Tony Fox, Carl Hewitson, Mike Reese, Seb Dagar, Rich College, Tom Smith. Although, yeah, yeah, he's still there. Uh, Rickle, Stu, Reese, Steve, and Matt Pryor. Uh, Matt Haslam, sorry. You're all heroes in my eyes, and thank you very much for your support. Without your support, we could not do. What we do and um, good to make possible the following announcement: two of us are going to Worlds to play. One of us is going to Worlds uh, to stream, and that's me. And I'm very, very excited because I because once I, I seem to recall someone said you're never going to go to Worlds, and no, I've proved you wrong. I'm going to go to Worlds, albeit not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there
1: is a there was a caveat that with that oh, yeah. it was to play. Yeah, and that statement will still be true in to be fair, five years time
0: i'm i'm not sure that that caveat was actually ever stated i think you just said you'll never go to worlds i think that's pretty much there but someone can correct me maybe i'm wrong who knows but either way we are really as a group we are all really excited that um Snow moon are teaming up with the admin base to stream all the games from worlds from the thursday the friday the saturday and the sunday so my voice is going to go but um we're really really proud to be working with Yavin base um it will be working with uh, uh with uh pushman or pushfax as he's on uh discord and hot and frosty zane who are working on behalf of um Mr. Yavinbase base himself who for personal reasons is taking a step back this year but we're really proud to be helping out and, and stepping in and doing some things so look forward to seeing what we did uh, in a similar vein in Spain so we've already lined up pre worlds interviews with players. Uh, do you know how hard it is to get the ones you speak to the most on the show, on on the recordings? <laughs> Andy and Ollie, uh, I've spoken. So I've already spoken to Luke Cook himself, to Wee Bear, uh, a guy called Rob Coots uh, out in San Francisco, and then I've got loads of them lined up from Poland, from Denmark, from France, uh, plenty of Germany. I've got all, I've got lots of Europeans lined up, and we'll be chatting to do. And if you if you're going to Worlds and you want to talk about your Worlds Open Qualifier win and you are on. Messages, let us know, and we'd love to hear from you when you'll be part of the um, part of the experience. Because we really, and it was between John, Zane, myself, Ollie, Andy, everyone involved. We really wanted to make this a community sort of project to make everyone feel involved. Because ultimately, Worlds is when you get when like the best example is when you watch the World Cup at like rugby or football. Everyone gets involved. There's a real spirit around the world. Everyone's happy to watch, watch the sport. Yeah, they're not happy to they lose or whatnot, but it's, everyone comes together. We wanted to do that some of the th- sort of thing with Worlds this year, and we want to say a special thanks to Adepticon for inviting us out there as well, uh, because, again, without them, we wouldn't be doing certain things. So, special thank you to Adepticon themselves, uh, AMG as well, um, and obviously Yavin yeah, Base for allowing us to be part of their setup. So, it's going to be... I think the tagline that was suggested was that's no moon. It's Yavin base. So that works out quite well. It, it, it will tagged in quite well. So if you want to know more, please feel free to message us, um, contact us, um, just, to, just to ask questions about the stream, what we're going to be doing, some of the schedule, that sort of thing. Keep an eye out for that. There will be, oh Andy, go on. Um, I was going to say, even if you're
1: not going to Worlds um, and you want to be interviewed, then message us and we'll ask you probably a different set of questions. Because, as Cockle said, it's about the community. So there is obviously the competitive side to Legion, but there's also the um, social side. There's also the hobby inside. There's the paint inside. Um, there's the um, like the people who do the design of terrain and stuff like that. They uh, might not necessarily play the game, but they they have a love for designing terrain pieces. So I know we've got um, a few listeners out there, Mr. Are- Macken.
0: I'm thinking of you, mate. Mr. Yeah, and, I mean and uh, Crafty Terrain, we're thinking of you. <laughs> yeah, completely. I mean, Kathy as well, who
1: uh, has got a second Kickstarter going. I backed the first one, which was the uh, Lava World one. I put it in the um, Discord previously. I'll put uh, her new one in there as well. A um, new one, I think, is a Spaceport, if I remember off the top of my head. I can't remember. Um, I backed it straight away because um, it's only like $50 or something. And you get like, I've printed the Lava one now, and I think I've nearly printed everything um once and it's near enough two tables of terrain like there's a few things I'm going to have to re- uh, print twice to kind of just fill it out but like the basics of it um it's really good quality and well designed and everything like that um, but yeah i mean she and people like her um are still a part of the community and it would be great to have interviews like that I and mean, these videos will be played um Obviously, while we're at Worlds, so it's a great exposure for yourself if you want to kind of talk about that kind of stuff. And um, but also um, just to say thank you to you, really, as uh, people as we talk to, listen to. Without you guys um, listening to us jabber on crap week, uh, week other
0: every other like, week, <laughs> I feel like it's me that more jabbers, and you to you and you and Ollie. And maybe Jack now going forward as well. But more specifically, you and Ollie talk sense and I chuck in the everyman question that you two then go, stop talking rubbish. Yes. <laughs> what we're but talking it's a, this building. Yes. But, but regardless, <laughs> it's a question that it's, it's a question that other people might have. I don't care. But um yeah, you're right, it's all about the community thing. And uh, this will sound cliche, but I don't mean it to be. Every single one who uh, one of us who plays this game brings something different that the other one does, that another doesn't um to it. So um, and I, I'm never. What's the word? I'm never not happy to meet a new player. I'm always happy to chat to a, someone else, even when they beat me and I feel salty afterwards, or if that, that or as Ollie did when I beat him. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm still, I still have fun. Uh, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. A uh, big thanks to Adepticon. Big thanks to Yabby Base. Who, and I think we'll probably have Bushfax or Zane joining us on the next show uh, to talk worlds. Um, but that's not for today but but that's what we're doing we're streaming it expect more announcements as time goes on so watch our social media keep an eye out from there uh, Andy you were going to um, uh, for YavinBase as well um, just want to
1: say um, like uh, get well soon for David um, and wish him all the best uh, health-wise um, and obviously um, it'd be great to have him back sooner in the community um, and obviously I think everyone's uh, will miss him at Wells because he did such a great job last year Yep, um, and I think it's, it's quite important uh, that obviously there's that um, appreciation for him um, shown even if he's not physically going to be there that, he's there um, in spirit yeah um i'm seeing around still like he's still in the um social side of things um i'm seeing his name still pop up and stuff um, i mean he's so. part of
0: our little chat discord world so
1: he yeah. is yeah yeah so um but yeah i think it's uh, wishing the best and it's a bit good that i won't see him again at worlds this year but it's for the right reasons
0: yeah 100 percent agree and yeah same echo the same thoughts there really um so yeah Keep watching this space. More information. We'll be posting things via, uh, from Adepticon and AMG about what's going to be happening in terms of prizes. There may or may not be a giveaway. Watch this space. I'll only encourage you to watch the streams. Well, you'll, you'll find out if you watch the streams. Um, Jack, anything you'd like to share yourself? Uh, a bit jealous. That's that's all. That's fair. <laughs>
2: I wish I could have won a, a tournament this, this year. What you're well, feeling? Um,
0: what are your he did what your steal f- your opportunity. <laughs> I was I was happy to let cockles go. Paul Rank. Um what uh I mean what you're feeling what you're feeling now and you're like oh, I couldn't go to Worlds is uh, that was me last year when those two were talking about worlds and I was like oh I don't want to go but no worst well, thing good. was I had a ticket last year. Just couldn't afford to go. Ah uh, What can you do? What can you do? Well that's what happens when you go and have a child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, <laughs> buggers. How dare you, Florence? <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah look at, so that's that's uh world so more inform for more information just contact us um, or contact Ya base uh, and you'll get loads of information and keep an eye on social media stuff um moving on um we don't often do serious serious stuff on this show in fact I dare say it's probably one of the we it probably happens once or twice but I'm gonna touch on a story that I've heard about that happened. Um, not too long ago, about when uh, a, a, la- a young a woman started playing a game, and she joined. She went to an event, and I won't say where when or anything like that. She went to an event, and effectively was made to not feel welcome. Which, when I heard this story, it shocked me, and I was actually taken back a bit because it's not something I would have expected to hear about our community, um, nor what I expected to hear in general society at all, really. So the story that I heard was that effectively, and I'll sum it up as, as succinctly as I can, that this this, this this last went to the tournament and effectively played people and was mansplained throughout the day. Um, and I was, and like I say, I was shocked. And it raises a question that um, someone else asked after Worlds. I was saying, how do we get more women into the game? And my first thought is now, don't do that. But in general, it does raise the interesting question of how do we get more women, not just into Legion, but into war, war gaming in general. And as a dad of a daughter, uh, I, I thought back and I was like, if that was Hallie and she went to an event as a young woman, um, when she's getting into the hobby, when I'm trying to teach her. And Jack, you'll probably echo this because you've got a young daughter yeah, as well. Absolutely. How would I feel about that happening to her? And, I'd, and I was and I thought about it, and thought, if that was that scenario, I'd be really angry. So, uh, so, gentlemen, I throw the floor open. How one your first thoughts on the scenario that happened up there uh, at this this event, and secondly, what serious things could be done to make our community more open to more open to other genders playing? So, Jack, take it away.
2: Yeah, uh, completely echo what you say about having a daughter and saying. You know, because I I would want her to play these games with me, and if I take her to an event, I absolutely don't want her to be treated any different to how people would treat me. And I think that's that's the first and foremost thing you do is is when you get to the table. You know, we ask people if we don't recognise them oh, how long you've been playing the game, and if they say oh, a few years, well, all right then, no quarter. I'm I'm giving you full beans. And uh, you know, if she if she turned around and said, actually, I'm I'm really new. Uh, if I'm making any mistakes, just pull me up on it, then fair enough. Yeah, explain why that rule doesn't work, but don't patronise them. Um, but if she sits there and says, actually, I, I've got a good grasp of the rules and, you know, I'm going to play the game as, as it's intended and and you know, this is a tournament, I understand that, then she shouldn't be treated any differently to whether or not they're playing Andy or or myself or, or you cockles. It's, it's just it's not the done thing. And I'm, I don't know why, why that, well, that might've even happened because if we were playing, uh, Azure or Lila, you know, those, those are two women that are, are, are prevalent in the Legion scene and, you know, they're, they're treated with respect. And even if they're new, you know, if there's a newcomer, they should be treated with the same level of respect as the TO, as, Every other player, because everyone would ex- expect the same level. It's it's just, I think it's bang out of order, completely. And the, that 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 individual woman, an, an all women should not tar the rest of the community with the brush of that experience and try a different event. You know, wander a bit further south. Try try one of Andy's events mm. and
0: you'll see a complete difference now the event organizer who contacted me about this wanted to raise this because he wasn't happy no. and he he didn't know about the to the extent that this had happened until after the fact and had he known um his words were i would have told him to get to yeah so that's to his credit and we will be raising this later and I, i'll bring it up now because it's i wanted to start a small conversation amongst the community of those who listen to the show and just help get them to think about things like what would they do, how would they approach it, how could they change it because I want to revisit this in a few months, in a couple of months' time just say like, how can we make it, how can we adapt adapt the community in general or what what uh, measures can we take, that sort of thing to to help grow the game for more people and that sort of thing. So uh, the only thing I could think of is to, to, to touch this is it seems like this is actually a conversation not just going on in amongst legion it's a more widespread societal conversation. And this is not this is not what this podcast is for, but this is just an observations from ourselves. But like I so I watch a lot of football and you can there's a certain individual by the name of Joey Barton who has some <laughs> how can I explain? Some very interesting views on how on what he thinks of women's football and seeing women talk about the game, the men's game as he calls it, and he thinks they have no right to talk about it, which is a load of bollocks. Straight off the bat, it's a of bollocks. And so, yeah, so returning back to Legion, what can we do? Do you reckon, Andy, I'll throw this to question to yourself. What do you reckon we can do? Um, because although it's not, Louisa doesn't play, but Louisa is well and truly part of the community as well. What would, and I'd be interested to see her views actually on this, but what would you think would be something that, uh, that could be done to make um, wargaming in general more appealing to women who might be interested but are somewhat intimidated maybe i think is probably the fair word by the sheer amount of dude i mean apart from the the massive sausage
1: fest going on at correct and stuff i think the most important thing is and i know we try to be very pg um but i think as you're saying we're trying to be serious here the most obvious thing here is don't be an absolute square um and if you don't know what I'm talking about with that, then obviously come speak to me and Ollie, and we'll explain what a square is. <laughs> but yeah, in all seriousness, it... treat everyone—it doesn't matter who or what—with um, the same respect. And as you say, I know we're not normally this kind of podcast, but in the same, treat people and uh, with the same respect you expect to be treated with. So if you don't want to be mansplained to, then um, then don't do it to other people either. And as Jack said, like some people might go, "Ah, oh, I'm I'm new." And obviously, if it be male or female, and someone comes to you and goes, "I'm new," you don't need to dumb things down to them. Like, um, like if I'm doing a demo, my first kind of point of call is I I don't ask who or what they are. The only like it's, "What's your experience with wargaming? Is Legion the first thing you've ever done?" cool i now know that i need to probably cover a few things which probably won't be basic knowledge because you've got no experience with wargaming i'm not dumbing things down i'm just have I, i'm trying to explain a few things that i would expect to a normal wargamer to know so if i'm using phrases and terms and stuff i they're going to be more um affiliated with a wargaming sort of the background where if it's someone who's brand new to the whole thing like louisa was when we first met um she literally had no interaction with anything geeky whatsoever um so yeah i mean it's just uh, it's hard for me because um i don't i I struggled uh i don't see it and i think um i'm very lucky in that sense because every interaction i've ever seen with uh, our community and other people with uh, females males or um any um uh ident- identity and gender um i've always thought that the community has been amazing um and if someone wants to be that assholey then go and have a look at the elo rankings and point out that fourth in the world and second place last year was a female Um, And I think that puts most people in their place. Um, And and if it doesn't, it bloody well should. Um, As someone who gets tabled by her um, quite a lot. And it's not just Lila, to be honest. Even Azure. The last two times I've played Azure and her stupid Tempest Force, she has (laughs) thrashed me into the ground. (laughs) (laughs) But. I play games with Louisa and stuff like that. Um, she's not into Legion, but she's into Shatterpoint. She, she can quite happily hold her own and beat me at Shatterpoint without me sitting there going, oh, what you should do is this. Um, <laughs> she is like, shut up. If I said that, she would literally reach across the table and give me a slap, and
2: rightfully so. <laughs> you deserve it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I, I would say as well, I, I don't know if you guys are the same when you're sat at your table and you're playing a your game you do tune into the conversations around you every now and again mm-hmm. and I'd oh, say 100%. that the onus is also on everyone else playing around that yep. event saying don't do that, this is why we can't get women into this into this hobby and you know
0: have a bit of bloody respect Well to be fair I'd argue that's actually what you could do to put that would put people off full stop it doesn't matter the gender. I think it, it, that kind yeah. of that kind yep. of talking down and and regardless if it's mansplaining or patronising would put people off in general. I th- the there's two things I'd like. There's two things I, I will look on that one. So the first one is that kind of treatment to anyone playing or like regardless of gender, if it's misogyny or if it's just that sort of thing. I kind of view that as a kind of bullying, and for me that's a little bit of a trigger. I actually get angry about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you don't like me, when I'm angry. But that's not, I joke, but. That's one of the things. If I see it, I'll call it out. And if I if I, I'd like, if I do see it or if I hear it, I will call it out. And I will just say, "Hey, hey, hey!" There's a way to call it out, but I will call it out. But um, yeah, the other thing I was gonna say is, it's also sometimes if you are explaining, if you are, if you're new, if you're trying to explain the game and you're fairly new yourself, it can you it walking that line of explaining and patronizing can sometimes be different because if you know the game so well uh sorry if you're experienced in playing the game not inexperienced if you're experienced in playing the game you're trying to teach walking that line of trying to teach and educate as opposed to well no you should do this is is quite fine and ultimately you just got to choose the tone and how is the tone in how you say it how would you want to hear said information is it a case of what would work well is this. It would be even better if you did this, as opposed to this. That was crap. You should do this. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think that's always a, an important way when you're trying to, and it is if you're trying to educate someone on a reason to do X, Y, and Z. It's not because you say so. That shouldn't be how you ever present present your information. It should be. Hey, I think this is a better way of doing it because uh, statistically, uh, like you'll catch me out of cover, or um, like your average five hits here if you take an aim rather than take a dodge. Because if you take a dodge, I'm not going to shoot. And it it's very important how you present your information. I think it it, it doesn't matter if it, um, it who you're talking to. Like if I'm talking to a new player, I'll try and not overburden them with complicated stuff but then if i know they're catching on then i'll start up in the kind of levels of um detail that i'll add but then at the same time you've got to remember sometimes these are people's first 10th games ninth games and there's a lot going on in legion still um and like i mean i've just brought uh, warhammer old world and i've been watching a few battle reports and like if i went to an event and someone started like dumb and shit down for me i'll be like oh whoa, wait whoa, whoa, like you can skip over that i've read the rule book i i've got the general gist if i've made a mistake correct me on the rule that's fine but don't do take take any further than that and obviously if you i think i i can't remember if i was listening notorious Scoundrels or something they were talking about um uh rules mistakes there as well um it's um it can be important on how you uh present that information on that why it's a, 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 a the rule is a mistake because you might have read something i'm gone yeah that's definitely the way like i interpretate that rule like this is how it is you you tell your mates because you they're, they're all unsure and especially for someone like me who has a reputation for to and stuff like that and uh, most people will take my word as gospel if i give you a ruling um But the important thing usually to go with a ruling, and I really appreciate this as as someone who's learning a new game, be it Song of Ice and Fire or Warhammer Old World. If you, if I question you and go, "Is that the ruling?" then and then you turn around and go, "Yeah, because," and you either state the rule number or give me a interaction or like the logic behind it, um, and like break not break the rules down to dumb them down but to reinforce what you're saying with evidence. And I think that's a really important way to um, teach people in the community, being new or experienced players, because um, you're not dumbing it down. You're just going, look, it's this way because of this in the rules. Um, and I think that's a, a really important thing for community members to help. Um, and I do it as a tier when someone comes over and asks me a rule. I usually go, it's that because of this. Um, sometimes I'll give more detail if they want it, but if they just want a quick response, I'll be like, "Yeah, it's just that." Um, and like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." If they if they look at me puzzled, then I'll kind of reinforce it and go, "Because this keyword says this, not this keyword. If you did this instead, that would give you the result you're after." Um, and that I, th- I think that's really important when people are, are learning
2: the game for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my my last point on it is. You know that individual, the, the the woman that was was wronged. I would say, um, mm. get yourself a ticket for MKGT and come and see what the best of the community can do. Because you'll be welcomed with open arms, and it will be a great weekend for you.
1: And I am I am trying to increase my female players. We uh, we had three last year.
2: Yep. Um, so tell you I'll... What, get a team together of you. get a fe- and All female team to come and wipe the floor with us.
1: That's a a really great thing to point out. Um, Cammy Brown um, in the US. Um, go and any female player um, who does listen, or any female person who listens to this podcast, um, go and check out uh, War Dolls. It's a community set up uh, by Cammy, um, and basically, it's all about girls in wargaming. and they and she does forty k, she does Legion. Um, I believe her partner plays in other war games as well, um, but they're all about that positiveness getting into the community there is a bit of obviously oh this shit thing happened to me and people will talk about it um it's just a safe space for you as uh, women uh, to go to and kind of have um that outlet where you don't have to have that pressure of oh there's guys over here because you know it there is that there as well, which is shit for you. Um, and I apologise <laughs> on all behalf of men, um, all the good ones out there at least. But um, yeah, go and check out War Dolls. Um, I know Lila um is a big advocate of them. She wears a lot of their um gear, and um, Cami is a wonderful lady. Um, hopefully getting to meet her this year at Worlds in person. But I've spoken and interacted with her loads on Discords. Um, and her community is uh, a great part uh, and it's a great thing that she does for uh, Wargaming so I think that's really important as well
0: and to wrap up just also we have, just to include like, to emphasise the potential inclusivity that could be dawned from this look at our Patreon members we, we didn't ask them, they joined us So Annabelle Torres, Julie Abrams and others just a name um, they've Absolutely. joined us Yes, Holly as well. Mrs. Miller. Mrs. Miller. Mrs. Miller. Mrs. Miller. Mrs. Yeah, she's only going to be referred to as Mrs. Miller from now Mrs. on. Mrs. Mrs. Austin's mum. <laughs> but yes, I did look at that. But I just uh, my thoughts to close it is we will come back to this because I want to we will we'll, I want to explore this more after a period of deliberation, should we say? So I want to start a conversation. I want to hear what people say. If you want to reach out to us on our social media pages via Facebook to talk about the subject, about experiences you've had, um, and talk about things maybe that you've seen um, that we can talk about on the show anonymously, happy to do so. Or you can email uh, myself, cockles, at com, or Andy, which is Andy at com, or Ollie at com. Jack, I'll maybe get you one one day. <laughs> um- <laughs> I, 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 will, I will just jump in and say... Um,
2: that event probably shouldn't be tarnished. No, hundred percent. The event shouldn't. organizer should not be tarnished. No, it, they were not that. He the, is, the, he's a great guy.
0: Yeah, so it's it, the the event, but the event and the event organizer and everyone who not who goes to those events, top thing. It's just that it's just the anomaly. That it's just the statistical anomaly that happened in what would be normally familiar territory. We hope, and well-worked from what we've seen,
1: as a community, let's stomp that crap out now.
0: Yep. Damn right. Thank you for that, gentlemen. I know we don't do series too often, but when we do, actually, I think we've done. We've, it's it's sometimes some things just need a little bit of pushing aside and do that. Um, Legion games. Uh, so recently, there was uh, a couple of events going on. Um, uh, let's just talk about them. Uh, Jack, you were on the previous episode. You were talking about you were going to experiment with some rebels to give them the more teeth. Yeah. How's that going, darling? It's going terribly. Um, <laughs> so,
2: me and Andy were talking about this last night after I got my. Backside handed to me three times on the bounce. Um, that's actually my fifth loss on the bounce, um, and it's it feels like you can you can get a focus piece in Rebels. So I went double air speeder, but then building around it, everything feels a bit flimsy and a bit naff. Um, so my objective-based Rebels, which was Gin, Wicket Ahsoka, really good at recover the supplies. Um, it doesn't have any teeth, so you have to get those objectives that run away because you can't stand up in a gunfight. Um, So yeah, I went to Athena on Saturday in Norwich and got a win 4-1 with Recover and then lost to kill points against Nav on Hostage and then lost 2-1 with the final dice throw being to want, uh, put the last wound on Wicket on uh, Recover. So I think there's there's definitely something that can be done, but I don't know if it's good enough to even win a single day tournament. Because if I'd come up against Ollie, I'd have been tabled. So, I don't know. If, if you're playing against me, Andy, I don't know how you're you're seeing it from your side of the table. If you think it's quite an easy easy three wins for you (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: like you're a good player um, and I think your previous track record um, has proven it because obviously you did win with Rebels uh, when you won LGT um, and obviously you've won single day tournaments as well um, pretty sure with some Rebels in there as well as not just as uh, clones but yeah i i completely agree that the body and the bulk of most rebel lists i don't care about like they're gonna chip away do a little bit of plink here and there and i'm like cool they're not the thing i care about what is your focus piece call ahsoka if i kill ahsoka i've won this game if i don't kill ahsoka i've lost and that's pretty much it and i know you could probably say that about a lot of other forces but there's nothing else backing up a list usually with Ahsoka. Like, she charges in, slaps something, kills it. what follows that? What what's the next threat if you look at um I don't know, take Ollie's Blizzard Forces, um, for example. Vader's the threat. Okay, you've dealt with that. Right. Well, the, while you were dealing with Vader, there was four bikes hammering you. So there was four individual threats. Now one bike's not too scary, you know, we all know this, but It's the consistency of one comes in, the second one now comes in, the third, then the fourth. That is the four of them themselves are a threat. And again, with the HRUs, like two HRUs, one again, you can kind of deal with, but it's two of them. So if you break Blizzard Force down, it is kind of three threats. You've got Vader, two HRUs, four bikes. And you've got that uh, all together. But if you look at what you ran the other night, Jack. There were uh, what was the first list? Uh, um, double
2: air speeder with Din. Yeah. All right.
1: So Din's meant to be a threat, but he he's not. <laughs> he, he he grabbed your objective box and ran away away and eventually died. Um. The the threat to me were two air speeders, and to me they they were two individual threats because I think they're quite scary individually. Mm. But that's it. You had guns on them. You had vets. You had turrets, and you had snipers. I think I killed what? two
2: units, and that was it. That was the tank uh, and a B two.
1: Yeah. Um. And I, like that's it. Like you, you've got no threat outside of that uh, bus. And then you look at the second list that you ran. The threat was a and that was it. Yeah. Um. And she didn't even make it into combat. <laughs> she was going to, but it was Again, the game that, was done. But that's
2: that's how I was. So I'm thinking rebels couple of heroes, go for the objective. But because you've only got two objectives where you can move away mm-hmm. with hostage and recover, you're up a creek with the others. So Intercept, so, it's a gunfight. Key Positions is a gunfight. Sound is a risky gunfight. Intercepts are half a gunfight.
1: Yeah. Because you only need to weather the storm on turns two, four, six. 2 tends to be quite easy. Most people like you you score your home one quite easily is it safe to go for the middle sure i'll send one unit and secure it if i can and if you've got the high activation count that rebels should have on turn two then yeah go for it but turn four is the riskier one and i think it's kind of um move in score it activate that unit first run and hide hide for another turn two turns and then jump out again um it, I think you have to treat it like a like that, really.
2: Um, I, so we we the, that second game was intercept, wasn't it? Yes. And my plan was get keep Ahsoka to activate after all your guys jump in, hit something, activate first with the one pip, and then mm-hmm. hit a BX unit or something. You know, something like that. Um, I don't kill the BX unit, right? Because Dice variants, you know. Yeah. Um so then she's stuck there. You've played withdraw card, you run out, shoot her, and then you've got nine activations to shoot into her. Yeah. So and then she goes down. But that goes back to
1: how many frets have you got. Um But then if you look at your LGT list, if we um, so you was running what, triple hockeys, oh, gin. Yeah, it was
2: stupidly good. But that that's like, three Wookiees, like Wookiees are a strong enough threat. It just was three as a Wookiees unit. plus the fleet trooper in the bus. The bus had a gun. Mm-hmm. R2 was there to get the secret missions. So there's an objective threat. Yeah. And then Jin was also a threat because she was dirt cheap and she contributed another pierce. She she's also finished a finished clone a, unit. Another objective threat as well. Yeah. Because a, d- a different kind versus R2 because she's I a could box have grabber. The box where, box where, yeah. When I deployed back in the day. Back in the old, <laughs> old days. But, <laughs> but yeah. Mean, like, it used to be that you could take these, and that was an eleven activation list as well. Mm. So you know we had good value, and something's happened recently where we've lost the hero focus, we've lost the objective plays, and now we're. I feel like we're out. We're outmaneuvered. More often than not, experimental droids, Blizzard—they're all good examples of how geos, geos, yeah, you know things get round us too quickly. And then we're also outgunned because our biggest guns are either the Airspeeder, I would say the Veterans are a decent-sized gun line, and then the the Rebel DLT as well. Outside of that, all our heroes are two or three dice and the Jedi are... Luke's good, but he's 200 points. 225 I think he he tops out at. Do you think... (laughs)
1: the mindset of vets is the default
2: choice is part of the issue, though. Could be. I think so, it, it gives you the cheap... I think we're, we're so reliant on getting above 10 activations. Unless you are an incredible player, average Joe, like me, you're going to need 10+. plus. So you're looking at the vets and going, okay, cool. 74 points, I think it is, for the, the heavy in them but then it's 38 points for the, the turret, which is another four health with a decent gun on it. And that I think that's what we look at. Instead of going, yeah, the cheaper one is the Rebel Troopers with the DLT. But then I, I have to spend more overall the core.
0: So I spoke with a very, very good player who is a Rebel player uh, yesterday evening uh, by the name of Brian Bear. We Bear. The man who took double bus, multiple fleets with with uh, med, with Astromex, R2-D2 and Luke Skywalker to Spain and went 6-0. A statement that will live in my head though is he said, fleets are the best core naked, best bang for their buck. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, never thought of that. because. And then I thought more about it. And the reason he said that is obviously you get eight white dice with search hit. And they search defense on the white dice back, so they have their they're they're, they're slightly better than B ones. So statistically, they should be they're rolling this they're rolling two more dice. A naked squad is rolling two more dice than a B one squad. The only difference is obviously you're not saving. Uh, you're, you're you're saving with the searches. Obviously, you've got four wounds as opposed to the six that the B ones have. So that was interesting. And I've been and as you and I've been talking, Jack, and I've just been sitting there going, you know, what, how, what can I do to make an interesting rebel list? And I thought. Maybe it's about the longevity of a list staying there. Some people think they need to have a... Because obviously white saves just fail all the time. There's no... I, I I I screw up my white saves. It's just the way it is. So I thought, you know, I'll see if I can lean into a heavy red save style army on... Um, for Rebels. And all I can keep... All I can think of is, well, it's got to rely on doing like some form of Mandalorian's spam. With Sabine and/or Boba Fett type stuff, or Din, uh, or, or Luke, or Ahsoka, that sort of stuff. Um, so I've I've been theory crafting, and the one I've just been typing up while you to while you guys were chatting was uh, Sabine with up close and personal. She gets the dodge, her she her combat shield. So basically, it gives her a wound because it's it's well not a wound, but sort of like it really gives her a chance to block an extra shot. Even sorry, not a wound. The electric grappling line to immobilize stuff. Boba Fett with Situational hunter, and then his his flamer because the Ewoks exist. Um, three fleet troopers with either a scatter, with a scatter gun or a medic. Take pick your poison, up to you. Mandalorians uh, with a duelist, rockets and situational awareness, and then Clan Ren because you get the the dodge and the retinue from Sabine, all this sort of stuff with the ro- rockets and situational. And then a speeder truck, which I wouldn't normally like to run, but you can stick your leader in there for 10 points in shriv. So the only thing I think of is if you're not going to run a, a good commander, you've, just got, you've got to have a field commander. And that could be shriv. And I've also put the heavy laser retrofit on there with a the medic, and I've got 12 points to spare. But that's eight activations. It's not the 10 that we would like to have when you're rebels. No, I think
2: that's a complete flight risk because as soon as you get one bad roll on Sabine over all those Mandalorians.
0: Exactly. But then that good. said, but that said, as soon as you get one bad roll with, with clones, it's the same. Yeah. Because it's, this, the, it's the same. A few more other units backing them up. They do, yeah. That's So If it, you'll have to be really... Where you can be more... Carefree is not a word, but you can be more liberal with your unit placement when you're playing Republic and Red Sabes Maybe to the similar extent, Empire can as well. You would have to be much more cagey with um with the with this. But that said, um, everything in this list surges both ways, ex- uh, except the bus, which just serves, uh, surges defense. So, at least you got that going for you a little bit. To so serving basically three ups on the Mandalorians, Boba Fett, and well, uh, Boba Fett and Sabine. Uh, five up on the fleets, and then four up on the four up on the speeder truck. So you just got to rely on that a little bit. Um, but as you say, that's not the golden number of activations we would want. Yeah, because you're out activated by most of the mm. the hot lists out there now. The only thing I can think of, and I'm going to try it at some point. I might try it when I take it to Cambridge on a Wednesday, maybe next week or something. Is you you would hope the alpha strike from the jetpack rockets is enough to whittle and or delete a unit or two. I mean, you've got See... the. Go on. Let's
1: well, let Jack go first. No, you go. I'm of the opinion that although jetpack rockets are good, I think they are one of the biggest traps for both sets of mandos. Because, yes, you can fire them all at range 4, but then you are exposed to being shot in return and um, you are quite prone I mean you've got impervious so if a sniper decides to shoot you back like it's not a guaranteed wound but it's it's uh it's close to but if, uh, with the amount of range four firepower at the moment I'll quite happily take one shot off your mandos for me to then just turn around with all my range four stuff and shoot them mandos you're gonna fail one or two saves as soon as you've done that because they're single health models. It's it's a duff unit.
0: Well, that's where you'd hope that maybe, and I'm not disagreeing, other than I'm just offering the the balance to it. That's where you'd hope that the backworld medic and or medics on the fleets would help you out. But the mandos on Clan Wren, if you if you're able to get because they have the retinue from Sabine, if you get an aim on them straight up from the retinue, you effectively shoot, move. Because you've got the aim token there. And then, if you're playing command cards well for the Mando Resistance, you would do one of the command cards, which one? Sabine's one that I'm thinking of no, Legacy, Legacy of Mandalore. Mandalore. You do Legacy of Mandalore, you give them the aim. She gets an aim, you give them the aim, that sort of stuff. And again, you would shoot move. So, did you just give an aim from your bus to the Mandos, yeah? No, no. The oh. Sabine Retinue onto Clan Ren. Oh, because there's retinue, right? Because was okay. retinue, and then in, in for the other squad of Mandalorians, because this is which is just the generic Mandos, you're getting they're getting the aim from Legacy of Mandalore command card, which is I just if you don't know who it is for those who the don't know, Legacy let's...
2: of Mandalore will give Sabine the aim.
0: Yeah, so it gives uh, not when the, not the Mandos uh, when Sabine issues an order to a blah, 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 or unit, she gains oh she gains. Oh, sorry, I misread that. I thought that was that one. Oh well. You have to figure. I'd have to figure something out there. Then maybe stick uh, the Orthodox tactician maybe in the bus. Cool. So you have to activate the bus first. Yeah. yeah. So there, yeah, that's harder to that's do. Another, but it so works. Another. It works if you try and do it
2: one way, but that's. Uh... I th- uh, so just further to our conversation last week about how we were, dis- you know, we're, we're discussing how we how, what you'd introduce into the rebels to make them a bit spicier. How you help? And, and we were saying, you know, reduce core requirement. Make the the characters interact more. Make it hero hammery um, Just more more objectives that are about movement. So mm. getting in, grab something,
0: take it somewhere else. You know that sort of thing. Do you think you'd lose flavor in the game because there's an aspect of if everyone's moving to grab objectives, then nothing's getting shot. But then you'll or you're your no, no one's doing keep,
2: shooting. Keep, keep, keep positions. So then you're bid it, Everyone to start bidding again. Because I'm I'm an imperial gunline, I want KP or intercept. Yeah, 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 yep. But I'm a rebel player, so I want the bid, so I can you know, play capture the flag
0: or recover or yeah. Then you could, do not do you not run the risk of, and this is just my my first take on said statements. Do you not run the risk of just going rebels are going to take a twenty point bid, so therefore they're not spending twenty points on certain objectives. So you, they're running they're running a. I wouldn't say hamstrung, but like a tweaked, slightly pulled. Oh, I've got a feeling in the back of my leg, uh, kind of thing going on. Do you know what I mean? Because they've just yeah. gone. I'll sacrifice twenty points to make sure I do what I want. Yeah, it's, which it's won't all, to. which all, which also won't necessarily work out in their favour <laughs> because of the because of turn zero. Yeah. No. It's an be, interesting. Yeah, those it's an interesting one. The 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 other the, the I don't think we we didn't really mention it though. The other thing is you can just the uh, one way of helping rebels would be, um, knock the price off of uh, a few of their uh, special forces units. Um, I don't think all of them need it, uh, need it, but like, mat- Mando's would be nice to drop, especially given what they're coming up against in like red save stuff, and they can they can do some special things. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't really touch the commandos. I think the commandos are probably well priced, including the strike team. Pathfinders would well, Jack. I'll let you do that one. It's your yeah. They they,
2: they 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 need some. They need a generic weapon first and foremost, and then they either need uh, a character that would. I, I can't remember who suggested it, but a character that goes in there when he uses Guardian, it becomes a red save. Baze um, and um, yeah, and get it in there. Um, get Baze to be your multi dice. You know, high variance, but a lot of dice. Um, just to make them the threat, because you you can lean into the Rogue One. I think I talked about it in the video I made. But you can lean into that Rogue One infiltrate style, go three Pathfinders, Gin Cassie, and K2. You've got six units that are now infiltrated. But once they're there, they're
0: not a threat.
2: Mm. So you need to make the Pathfinders
0: a threat. Do you think we'll see Battle Force come out for Rogue One? We've got to, surely. You've, you've got to.
2: You got you. You've got three of the characters. You've got pathfinders. What else do you need?
0: I mean, you, equally, see. I mean, if you want to lean into the whole thing, you could do Rogue One battle forces for both Empire and Rebels. Yeah, and you, you, that... you, you know, you can make the pathfinders a, a core in the battle force. Yep,
2: and you know, give them access to some different weapons. Do like an Imperial Remnant sort of style.
1: Um, I was going to say, make them core unit, and they're going to take the two heavy weapons on two
0: squads. So that's it. <laughs> yeah. Take power and pistol. Yeah, but then you would. Well, if you take power and piston that's it because they're named. Yeah, but uh, as Jack was just about to say, I think like you
1: need to do some special rule to either let yeah. them take some other heavy weapons yeah. or just release a bloody pack for. Them.
0: Yeah, you'll yeah. have
1: every single rebel player bite your arm off. AMG
2: for yeah. buy the hat. <laughs> you know, and the, the alternative is you could have. You could release a base and cheer at pack, and they could either be like the Inquisitors. Where they've, what's the rule, Andy? Where you don't use up the requirement for the operative. Oh, uh, what the new one where? Um... Yeah. So you take fifth, and then you essentially don't occupy another space for the, the sister.
0: Oh. oh. Uh... Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, it's Empire, isn't it, Fifth Brother? It's on. Is it on 5th or is it on seven. Uh, it's on 7th. Associate. 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 Fifth yeah. brother. So you, make, you
2: make Bayes and Chirrut associates. So then you can yeah. still take Jin, Cassian, K2, Bayes, Chirrut. The only one you're missing is Bodhi. And you can use him as a comms upgrade for the Pathfinders mm. with a heavy weapon. Who was Bodhi? Bodhi Rook was Who's the, a
0: pilot? The, comm, the comms guy. <laughs> but you can't leave him out. It's the pilot that got mentally abused by some alien that, that uh saw Guerrero had just well, keeping god, around. He will oh god, you'll know. You will know. Um
2: But that, that that's my idea. And then so you make them um associates and then you also give them an upgrade card where they can fit into the Pathfinders if you want to run them as heavy weapons or you can run them as characters. And you give he... Rebels versatility. Yeah.
0: And I, think, and I think I've think i said this before, you would, I think on certain factions, certain upgrades should be priced accordingly. So vigilance on rebels should be four or five points cheaper than it should be on Republic or it should be on Empire. Actually, to be fair, I'd actually say it should be vigilance on Empire should be slightly cheaper, maybe two points cheaper, and then it should be really cheaper for the rebels. I'd argue that would then help. I think that would help balance things out a bit because vigilance on Republic is mental. Vigilance on rebels is helpful. Yep. Um, in Empire, it's it's a yeah, it works, it helps if you need it. If you need it, you don't need it, don't need it, that sort of thing. Um, in droids, probably used. I wouldn't say useless. is probably just the lesser spotted upgrade in, in droids. Vigilance is that right, Andy? What do you reckon?
1: I think most of the time you're taking it if you've got a force user kind of um, thing. So yep. I used to take it when it was five points on Dooku because uh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. so
0: I'll force reflexes yeah. and I'll keep that. Thank you very much.
1: Exactly. I've got two dodges plus the command card. Three dodges. Shoot ah, me, please.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Um, I, I'd love for AMG to branch into costing things differently they do it in X. oh i don't know if they still do they used to do it in x-wing where an initiative one pilot would have an upgrade it would cost two points because it was quite hard for that initiative one pilot to pull off um but it would cost like 24 points which was an eighth of your points cost because when i played it was like 200 points or even 100 points Mm. limits Um, They, they do it for situational awareness already they do but it's I, I, I kind of got excited when they did that, and then they've not done it since. Yeah, you've got the space for it now. Yeah, because they they did it. Was it f- if it's four to a four points? Support, it's four points more. Yeah, yeah, and it's two points normally for situation. No, four. it's four now, isn't it? Sorry, yeah, so,
0: so sorry. What's that? Sorry, come again.
1: Situation is four points, mm. but if it's attached to a support, then so mm. um, then it costs eight points. So I think it was fine when it was. Two and four, yeah. when- but now now oh, that four's hard printed. I mean, obviously, they can errata
0: it, but I missed that big time. Yeah, it's always been, always been there. I just the completely day. missed that. Yeah. To be fair, I'm not really taking situational awareness on my Tontons, but that's probably why I've missed it. Yeah.
2: yeah, because it was released when Triple Tauntons was the big bad.
1: Yeah, so. mm. uh, and, and when Vigilance, because it came out at the same time as Vigilance, didn't Yeah, it?
0: So. yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I completely forgot about it, but that's mainly because I'm not taking it on tontons. It's because I'm sticking on tenacity or I'm closing personal, so I can go pew pew or charge out or I'll run munch munch. I think
1: there's no other unit that. You t- I mean, you can take it on dewbacks for support, but there's no other. Um, they never get a dodge though. But there's no other supports that I can think of which have a training slot.
0: I think it's only them two. Uh, I'm just looking, typing. I'm just literally pressing things. Dubak has a most... training. That's yeah. that one. I'm um, going through. So that's nothing else on support. Let's quickly nip into the Mer... Separatists. But Yeah,
1: if they carried on going down that route um, <sighs> of making things price variance, I think it'd be really fun. But maybe yeah, that's when... Uh, it... It's just
2: it's, it'll just give you flavour.
1: Yeah. And maybe that'll happen when Legion gets its 2.0. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll be honest. I, I I want to react to this conversation, but I'm I've my oh, you, There's, you, there's you, reasons you get, why I've I've not caught up with my uh, other Legion podcasts, so apologies to our colleagues of other co- creators because life oh, has just happened. But so you get, can, all, the you, you get yeah. all the clicks. You get all the clicks. <laughs> I'm look I'm, uh, what tell me sum up what's happened in recent discussions because I've heard I, oh, I, I've heard by it like just by blurbs and but I've not fully listened yet because I have yet to catch up so Andy sum it up for us a little bit please um so Jay Solanski
1: the uh the the man of the fifth trooper the, the fifth trooper the
0: American cockles as some people have said <laughs> said who Dave Grant <laughs> Dave Grant said that once Dave Grant said that once thanks um Jay,
1: who, I mean, I, I hope this gets back to him because I know he doesn't list other podcasts. The man who hates Legion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know he'll like that because I was speaking to him the other night. Um, but he, they did an episode where um, they discussed if Legion would need a 2.0 and he is all for it. Um, and then uh, I love the fact that um, um kyle and mike both jumped on the bandwagon and were like no it doesn't on notorious scandal so <laughs> internal politics of the fifth trooper half of them want it and half of them don't um i thought it was brilliant um and i think it is generally i don't think it it wasn't done as clickbait because i'm on the discord as well for obviously since i write for them uh, for the staff member area it wasn't done as a clickbait it It'll was drop literally that. um jay was uh discussing things about exactly what he covered in the podcast, how are the things he wants changing. Uh, and he was like, right, we're going to discuss this on the episode. And then after the episode was released, um, Kyle was like, nope, we're going to do uh, why it doesn't, because I completely disagree with you.
0: <laughs> and where do you fit in this then? What do you, what's your opinion? There's no wrong opinions. There are opinions. There is many wrong opinions
1: that aren't mine. <laughs> um, no, Um. I think if it needs it or not, I do think they are going to do a 2.0 or technically a 3.0 because the current rulebook states it's we're on version 2.5 already. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're doing it because why
0: else do you release new core sets? Yeah, there's that. I also, I'm of the opinion they'll do it um, more because it will be their stamp on what they inherited, if that makes sense. Because obviously it's not their their brainchild, but it is now their their thing. So I think it'll be, right, we'll do this, and it'll be, boom, that'll be our rules now. And that's their stamp on it, if that makes sense. That worries me more. Go on. Because um,
1: if they go down the route of um, X-Wing, then that would really really piss off a lot of people um and the for the people who don't play x-wing so originally x-wing was um it was just a kill points game uh it's all about flying your ships the better the, the better pilot you were at guessing where your opponents moved and you would guess correctly so therefore you planned and dialed your move in to outmaneuver your opponent it was real good dog, skill dog kind of level yeah it was a real dogfight fight it was really cool it's gameplay mechanic um then 2.5 came out and they started adding a load of missions and basically made the whole dogfighting part redundant and uh, sport it. Then they moved on to um, changing the way list building was done now. So imagine that um, I buy a unit of um, stormtroopers, they cost me 60 points, so they've had a slight point increase, but I now get. 40 points of upgrades to spend on them that that 40 points of upgrades does not count towards my list building limit I just get a bunch of points to spend because I've purchased that unit in my army so like they were two massive drastic changes to x-wing um, that AMG brought on um now the the massive changes that AMG have done in the past so the line of sight change and um the suppression God, I hate one. That change <laughs>
0: You hate it, but because I keep quicker, forgetting isn't... how it works. No, no, you're right. It's because it's more like I'd... oh, yeah, it does that, and it's just like oh, for God's sake! But it's I think some it's quicker and easier. It's quicker and easier, but sometimes I think it's not um, common sense. Correct, but which which a... then which is why I don't like it. I think from a get from a running a game point of view, cool, fine, I get it. From a common sense and thematic, my head goes oh, it just annoys me. But as someone who does demos,
1: yeah, I can teach cover in t- literally two sentences, and those sentences are. Just because um, I'm interested in how you said that. <laughs> challenge. <laughs> challenge yeah, lay down. Challenge. Um, so the first point uh, to uh, make an attack, you draw a line between your model, any point on your model to any point on your opponent model. If you can, you get to make the attack. Sentence one. It's more a mini sentence. No, no, I'll, mean, allow,
0: I'll, I'll allow that little
1: bit. Um, point two, your the opponent then does the same. Um, they draw a line from their model to your, your opponent's model, and if it crosses any piece of terrain, you get cover. Cover's done. How is it? Sorry. So, How? in the old rules, yeah. I would have had to have gone, you've picked the, you look from a top down point of view. Can I see your base unobstructed? Yes. Uh, sorry, uh, no. Therefore, I now draw a line from the center of my base to the center of your base and it's on a 2d plane of field so the piece of terrain that was obscuring you um was elevated and off the floor but a 2d line goes across the floor underneath that piece of terrain that was obscure in my view and doesn't clip it is now an open shot like it it was so many kind of in the old ways you had to kind of list the steps and stages as if like a flow chart and go through it as a like a, a this then oh but in this edge case scenario um my leader can't see. He's touching the wall so therefore um I negate the cover because I'm touching it and my heavy weapon is still shooting around the corner.
2: Oh then there's but, the heavy weapon sniping as well. Which yep. always confuse people. Oh
1: I loved it. I thought it was a great thing. Um but it's just um and as someone who never really was very good at doing it in reverse, I was always someone who got hit by it, but it never annoyed me because it made sense. I can only you can only kill the model you physically see. Yeah, it's frustrating because you've spent points on it, um, and these are all the old mechanics, and I I don't miss them exactly the same reason why I do not miss being able to force push units off the table. There is a bloody good reason all of these things have changed <laughs> there, and it's it's because they are
2: negative play experiences for new players. Yeah, that's fair. It's, very um, fair. it's it's simple. It keeps the pace of the game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, it doesn't make sense that the foot of my ATST is granting you cover when it shoots you from its head, but it's so easy to just go, yeah, you're clipping that. You can have I've got cover. Yeah, done, done. We move on. But what they can do is, if you know the rules of
1: things like cover are so simplistic and quick to determine, mm-hmm. you've sped up the game. So yep. how can we slow the game down? we can add a new complex rule in. So a new keyword can be extra complicated or your command cards. If you look at the command cards recently, they are getting wordy. <laughs> look at fifth brother and seventh sister's command cards. They're beefy things. And if that means I've got to spend an extra minute or two minutes to read and understand that in return for cover being quicker and easier for because the thing that happens more is cover, not that one command card. Um, so yeah, I, I, all the changes that have happened I was opposed to it at the beginning because people don't like change. I'm off that band camp. But in hindsight, I actually don't mind them all. Yes, I would prefer in some ways to have a middle ground between the old coveralls and the new ones. But it just makes it complicated. And how do you teach that to new players? And you go back to the first subject of the podcast, getting new people into the game. Things need to be easy. And you want the game to be easy to pick up. But bloody hard to master, and no, that's where
0: that makes sense. And to be fair, I, I you explained that does make sense to me, and I can't disagree. So I just, but I, but I was just putting it out there as a because I know there'll be other people who think, oh, no, it was better the other way, but it's just the way it is. I just, just get, I just it, get confused when I just go, well, hang on, is there fifty percent of my unit in cover or not, and all that. All uh, that yeah, crap. and that's the other thing. All of that crap's gone. Like, yeah. I, I mean, there still is. You have to have fifty percent of your unit
1: to gain cover. Yeah, but it's now just so much more simplified yep. is 50% of my guy's foot's covered my toe around that corner <laughs> not 50% of my base which then means i get it that piece of cover so now i've got to look at
0: 50% of my squad yeah no so window. circling back so i asked the question about 2.0 i think it will i think it'll happen because for the same reason you said they're redesigning the core sets um i think actually you said you were scared because of certain rule changes. I don't know mm-hmm. if they would be daring, bold enough to do that in the same way they did with X Wing, because the games of the our game because we already have objectives anyway. Doesn't that so your objective thing you said about X Wing goes out the window because we already have objectives. So in theory, they might introduce new objectives. You think about Which is up- fantastic. Yeah. So your, your thing with um upgrades could be really interesting, actually. You know, and I think there could be scope for that because it would mean that you might go and see <laughs> Go to speak to any X-Wing player.
1: Because so the logic behind it is um all, say all your force users have a base cost of yep. um two hundred Yep. Um but you then get 40 points of upgrade for your force user. Mm-hmm now with no penalty of using that 40 points yeah so at what point you you basically try and spend all 40 points analysis paralysis so maybe they twe-
0: so maybe they'd learn the lesson from that and they tweak that slightly and say that whoever has used the le- I don't know join some sort of bonus of that I don't know. I, I would down. say the core rules of the game
2: are pretty good mm, there's completely or two agree. tweaks that need to you know, may, may or may not, I don't know what they are, but they may or may not, in the competitive circles, may need to be made. However, I think the core rules need to be left alone and they need to focus on the flavor of the game that brings people to Star Wars, which is cool Star Wars things. You know, ATSTs. The first thing you want to buy is a big vehicle or your favorite character or, you know, oh, that, I, I loved Empire Strikes Back, I'm going to go and buy Blizzard Force or Echo Base. You know, that's what's keeping people in the game and what's getting more people into the game so lean into that and go okay the new norm is battle forces mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah just go I think here's a load of them
1: yeah I, I think the core concepts of the game are really important the 100%. alternating activations the the w- cards i love um the turn zero absolutely oh, yeah. love explaining that to new players especially when they're coming from 40k um i was doing it at the weekend while we had the tournament on guy comes over and he was like oh i'm really interested in buying into legion and i was like and i was like cool i've got all day to talk to you um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, let and me I, sell I, you yeah. a game yeah and funny enough most times i'm running tournaments i managed to sell a corset i wish i was on commission not just with my store but with amg <laughs> um but it, it's um like the turn zero when you talk to a 40k um or age of sigma player or any kind of even bolt action like most games don't have what we have um because it's usually um even from like a song of ice and fire round one we're playing this mission and everyone in that room is playing that mission but in legion i've got for 60 odd tables and i've got 60 odd 60 different combinations of games going on because everyone would have brought different battle decks you've even uh, you, the the way they get dealt is going to be in a different order. The way that people decide to ban them is going to be in a different order. The opponent's list inter- interacts with the decisions of your turn zero. It, it, even though you've only got four four of each type in front of you, it's like an infinite combo. Um, And like I'll quite happily sit there in a night with Jack, and that's why we'll rack up so many games when I'm in tournament mode, because we'll do round one and we are like, yep, cool, let's go. Just re-rack the same lists, um, but reshuffle that deck, and if it's if you're both at the same bid, give the other person uh, blue or red. Literally, don't go for a roll; just force swap, um, and it like, opens up that that difference in it. Now, from running world team championships, there is a downside to this, um, and it means that when it comes to trying to find a tiebreaker system, um, it's impossible. Um, because if you look at Age of Sigmar and 40k, they do it via um, grand victories, uh, like minor victory, draw, small loss, large loss, and obviously you get the opposite of the win. You can't have that in Legion because Jack's playing key positions, Cockles is playing hostage, and I'm playing intercept. So Jack can win a maximum of three victory points, Cockles can have a maximum of four, and I've got a maximum of 12 well, how do you determine what is a grand victory between the three of us, you know? (laughs) Um, Uh, Any win for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think obviously that's a a very minor edge case scenario, but it's something I've come to realise recently when trying to balance something and looking at next year's
2: WTC um, packet. And on the flip side, it's the same with kill points because you can have a list that's really good at scoring but can't kill anything.
1: Well, I think last year's Worlds is um, Lila's game versus um, uh, Kyle. So going into that, um, on day two when they played, Lila had the highest kill points and Kyle had the lowest. Kyle was playing Blizzard Force. And at that point in time, everyone was like, Blizzard Force is the most scariest thing. It hits hard, kills shit, loads of stuff. He wasn't playing it to kill things. And he plays it in a similar way to um, Ollie here. Do the mission and do the objective, and Vader will kill some stuff at the end and swing the victory kind of thing or whatever. But he was playing the objective and and winning that way round. Uh, I'm going to score five on breakthrough. You are only scoring three. Cool, jobs are good. Don't matter how many units to kill, I've, I've won. Lila was going. I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, yeah, again, you, it's it is a, one of our tiebreakers, but it's probably our worst tiebreaker because of it. Um, if you get stuck on a draw and a strength for schedule and you decide on um, uh, kill points, please hope that you're running a killie list. Or <laughs> well, your opponent's not. One of the two. So, yeah. I, I don't think we need it, per se. Like, looping back to what the original point of this was, but um, I I just careful or I'm cautious of what the changes are. If it's just a huge balance and keyword juggle and shit like that all for it
2: absolutely yeah. um i think that's what done. it should be mm. it should be a refresh bring everything up to the same level that it is now and just yeah. make give, it, give, make it give things Wars.
1: like your Ion troopers on fleet tro- uh and yep. your rebel troopers cycle give um like other like interactions S- like that like should rebel troopers have um Outmaneuver, like a lot of people say, they should have outmaneuver in built into them or something. But um, some of these things probably should come via battle forces. Um, I like the idea of a. Uh, um, I think okay, I think you might have said it, uh, Jack, that, that like give um, a compulsory move to rebel troopers. Yeah. Um, so at the beginning or end, they can do a free speed one move. Um, but I only feel like they they're... need more, re- yeah, like more reactions. Yeah, but only if they're not suppressed. And yeah. to do it, you have to gain a suppression. I think like it, like that kind of interaction where you're like, oh, it means this turn I can do it, but next turn I can't do it, mm. um, and it gives you that kind of um, rebel jankiness, you know, like playing the objective um, kind of thing. But yeah, I think I'm optimistic, and I'm probably against it just because we don't like change. <laughs> But if it's done right, I think it'll be perfectly fine, like it was last time.
0: I've got faith, and that is how we shall view and leave this subject for now. I'm sure it's something that we can return to in the future. Um, I, for my part, I'm the. Like I said I think there will be a 2.0, and I think it's a rejank, a re rework of keywords, uh, a rework of units, and just to see them get an update in general, like refresh and bring them to the front world. Maybe a few command cards here and there, that sort of thing that's that's what we'll leave there moving on um hot off the press i just want to say welcome to a new patron because literally as we're, t- as we're recording rock far, far who i think i think is robert uh is robert from uh from sweden uh i'm yeah robert svensson robert thank you for your support welcome to the club my friend welcome to the club um but yeah, it's all so downhill from here. Yeah, it is, yeah, it, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, that's just how it is. Um YouTube, YouTube is the thing that exists in the internet for the better or worse of society. Uh, in our case, it's for the better, and uh, we have a YouTube channel. And I'm just bringing it up. It is it is it is? When well, he has to scroll down to see where it is because it's not on my straight link straight away. So it's that's no moon. There it is. At T N M Pod. Um So yeah, if you don't know this, we, we do this. We have been publishing videos from. World Two Championships to hobby talk videos that my, me and Jack did ages ago. It seems like a lifetime ago now, where we spoke about painting and all this sorts of things. Um, but now Jack is on board and has been putting out more content video wise than Ollie and Andy did in the entire entirety of a year that we've me and Jack, me and Tom have been pushing him to. Uh, so Tom, uh, so Jack, tell us about your couple of recent videos that you've done. Yeah, so
2: Tom, Tom's first suggestion was you know do like how you play. Gin uh, and rebels that sort of thing um so i did that did three sort of archetypes of how i would build her if i was trying to have the the f word and a bit of fun um, <gasps> <Ollie>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the second one was i went over the welsh list that we talked about in the last episode uh-huh. how we'd build it visualized it so that newer players can follow not load up on the the upgrades as much, and then I've just started dabbling into
0: some painting videos. So the one released today was white armor. On have clothes. you have you seen what the comments were? Obviously on the on our Discord server from from view, from viewers recently. I'm just going to give you one. So first one from Baz: wish I'd seen this a year ago. <laughs> and there's a few other comments on there, so I think following up on that. But yeah, I echo this. I wish I'd seen this a year ago because um, painting white is. Horrific, and I've actually come up with a new technique now. I'm gonna try that you you can offer your um thoughts on. So obviously, uh Andy said about old world, I've got old world as well. So then my next thing that's white happens to be a flipping pegasus. So um I've had that and I've got it for ages in there. So what I'm doing is I've sprayed it white and I'm gonna take apothecary white, which is a slightly off-white grey, and just go and done it all over. So that gives the shade and slight shade on the wings. Of the yep. uh, so that's what I'm doing and it seems to work quite well and I've also done it on, what was the other white thing I've done recently oh I think I did it on some Shatterpoint thing Ah, oh, did it on my Shatterpoint clones
1: yeah. yeah contrast white, god it's a godsend yeah <laughs>
0: I've done it on that and I wish I knew that because my previous way I did my clones was basically uh, spray white then non-oil and then uh, dry brush and that gave it like a snowy effect which works because it works the whole base I mean it's not the greatest but it, it's part, for me I'm happy with it what I'm saying. So,
2: so this was just an easy way, because if you're painting a clone army, it's horrible to do it properly. I say properly, like with base coat, layer, dry brush, edge highlight, all that, that sort of thing. So this is you, just you can say white all and you can say and, all that bollocks, you know. <laughs> all, all that crap and bollocks, and you know, if you just put this contrast paint on or put the the watered down wash on it, it just it does it for you and it looks good on the table like mine have won painting competitions they and they're not they're not anything special it takes me a minute to do each clone
1: oh does that mean we've got two award winning painters in this uh, streaming team we have
0: uh, uh, actually actually i've just realized i've won, i've won an award for a painting actually i went to Darkstar ages ago and Mark Radford could be my witness to this one. I won a painting award at Darkstar for a, um, one of my units, and I can't remember which one it was now. But I think it was my Luke. He's the only person who turned up. No, was it between you and Mark, there were there were six of us. And <laughs> I have the painting thing, and I've got the little coin thing. I've got the little the painting coin thing for it as well because it was an official thing. So yeah, I've just realised I won a painting award as well. So I, I will say, not that I should brag about it to be fair, because it's my painting's awful still. But well, there we go. <laughs> I will say I haven't won it a big. National event. You won MK. Oh no, you didn't. Don't. it was um, oh, it was uh the it the hent- Hentai Fighter party last yeah. year, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like, I like how uh,
1: Jack's constantly chasing it. <laughs> I'm um, just
2: so so determined to get it. But because uh, the year before was um, Rock Gilmore,
1: was Rock it, Gilmore, it? Gilmore wasn't it? Yeah, yeah.
2: Gilmore got it. Yeah. Um, oh. But the next video that's coming out is a painting tutorial for an AA five. Ooh Um, and that did. Win the painting at the weekend. There
0: you go. So, I did it. Yeah, and I think I even it's say in the video. This won't win you any awards. <laughs> you know what? You know what you've done quite. You, a know little, you know what you're going quite well there. You've segued yeah. into our next our next topic. But unless Andy yeah. wants to just finish off, or well, go on,
1: I do because um, I wouldn't vote for that AA five that turret. <laughs> <laughs> turret. <laughs> just off. just, yeah, just a ja-
0: <laughs> wind Jack up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll just uh, Ollie's quote award winning blizzard force painting awards award sneezing thats what it is <laughs> um but yeah so if you want to check out some more videos go on to uh youtube uh dot com and then forward slash at Pod, and it's our youtube channel where we've got back reports that will be also where we will have things relating to world team champion sorry to uh, worlds uh in march coming up there It'll either be streamed on us or it'll be streamed on Yavin. That bit just sort of now. I'm sure we're, trying, we're going to try and collaborate and get it both on at the same time, which is perfect, that sort of thing. But uh, if you have requests for videos and things and lists um, that you would like to see or you want to play uh, Tom or you want to play one of us and we have the ability to get to you and or stream, let us know. Uh, you can contact us on the Discord and speak to us on uh, email. Cockles at Andy at Oli at... Tom at com. Jack, you know what? I will give you an email at some point. Uh, (laughs) It's all right, darling. Um, Yeah, and so you can ask us for requests of types of videos. So say, hey, I'm trying to do a list with, let's say, Boba Fett and Din uh, for Empire. Tell me how I could build it and then we'll get something up. Or I want to run a list that features Dooku and we'll get something up. And yeah, we'll try and see what we can do and offer ideas on there. It's the same for painting as well, if you just want to message
2: me on the discord or tag me in something on the discord i'm happy to give anything a go
0: yep that's cool and uh yeah and if you also equally can recommend people who we uh, so we, well we recommend a few other channels as well so like at crafty terrain so our friends all all muscle no liver lee macken uh, and the other guys over there uh, whose name is has just escaped out of my head as we're talking about there um they're going over to worlds but yeah you can go to crafty terrain who do some great stuff on there and they do some battle reports they have I'm due to schedule. One day, I'll actually be able to go up to them and play. I need to schedule a, a day in my diary. Talk to the missus and just say, "Can I uh, go play toys with people?" And um, she'll approve that sort of thing. Um, moving on, events, uh, events, events, events. Uh, so we we have somewhat neglected the domestic scene recently. So I thought we'd just quickly round up um, a little taster of what's coming up over the next. Oh, let's say. Two to three months, um, and the reason I can be that specific is because if you haven't heard me mention it before, there's a handy little app, a website called LegionEvents.app, built by Elliot Thomas in London, brainchild of well, brainchild of both Elliot and Jeff Porritt's brainchild, and built by them, uh, with us supporting and all this sort of stuff. So, I've just gone onto there and I've clicked two to three, two weeks to three months, and I'm going to pick an event and I'm going to go down to the southwest because because I want to. And if you go down to the southwest of uh, England, go down near Exeter, you can go to uh, Crediton near Exeter and Curtain Games on the Saturday, thirtieth of March. (laughs) You have from from night from nine o'clock till seven o'clock, the scone wars, or is it scone? Who knows? And I like that. If you don't know anything about Devon and Cornwall, there's two, there's way to have your cream teas, and one is cream first, jam first. The other's jam first, cream first. I'm not saying which one's the right one, for fear of starting a war.
1: They're both wrong.
0: Uh, you you can sod right off. Andrew eats dog terrils. Just dogs <laughs> don't go on scones. All right?
1: No, it's butter.
0: No, Boy. no. no. Yeah. A, on a cheese scone, yeah. I'm not putting. I'm not. I I'm not. No, no. Yep. God, the Fenland, the Fens do things weird. So yeah, credits near Exeter. Um Saturday 30th of March, um, the Scon Wars, Devon Heat. Um, so it seems like that's a series of games, I reckon. Um, but if you go onto their website, their their Facebook page, go to Curtain Games, War Games and Hobby Superstore, they've got some stuff on there. And if you look on their calendar, you'll be able to find more information about the event. I'd like to know who actually is the I, I I've forgotten it's probably more the the correct answer. I'd like to know who actually is the good port of call and contact in the southwest.
1: Um, is it not
0: um, Seb Gar? Seb is, but I, I thought Seb was more Portsmouth and or Bournemouth. Yeah. And, and that all just south, south anyway. Well, no, that's just the south. <laughs> it's not the southwest. I think there's, there's a bit of distance between the two of them, mate. But it, it, it could be Seb. Um, but either way, um, yeah, is contact Kurt. Paul cut. Buller is down that way. Paul Buller is that way. But there you go. Paul doesn't run events. He just wins them. Oh. Just, it, uh, <laughs> I'm not hit. I'm not here to run. I'm here to win. Um, so yeah, you can go, go over to Curtain Games down there, uh, I'm sure nip on their website and you can find out. Uh Jack, have you got one you can pick for you this time? Yeah, I'm gonna
2: pick uh Sutton in Ashfield because I quite enjoy going there. Uh so they've got a skirmish uh tournament on the sixth of April. Um, a what? Yeah, oh <laughs> They, they they do this thing where they alternate each part. No, no, that's fine. No, yeah, we it. Next one. Uh yeah, so <laughs> on the fourth of May, Star Wars Day, uh, May the fourth, they will have a full eight hundred point tournament. So that is one that I will probably be going to.
0: There you go.
2: There is also uh Andy you can go going
1: to Yeah, May the fourth, man. Are you not going to Sam Page's? Oh, I probably won't get the least that.
0: Uh, at uh, Element Games. Well yeah, Andy, uh, you do the next one because that's the double day. So like, go for it, Andy. What you got?
1: Uh, I'm doing it off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, I'll so bring
0: I'll bring it up because Legion events. Uh, app. It's on there,
1: technically. Yeah. So, um, Sandpage is uh a great event for uh, up north. Um, events are really good over at Element Games. Um, I believe this one still is being hosted there as well. It is, yes. Um, and it's uh, May the fourth and May the fifth. Um. Uh, but he's got a special offer on. Um, I think he's got a tournament. Is it this weekend? And if you buy a ticket for one, you get the one for free. I think if you buy the t- the May the fourth one, you get this weekend's ticket for free. Oh, uh,
0: I missed this. Uh, and
1: he- yeah, let me double check that. But I'm pretty sure, um, Mr. Sam. Page. But for
0: more, while you while you look that up, I will just look at things. So. Um, I went to an event last year at Element with uh, to, to Sam ran, and it was fantastic. Uh, I came, and it helps that I finished in the top four as well. Um, that, so that's a fond memory. So it's, it turns out I'd have to travel to a place somewhere it works out. Um, but no, he runs a really good event. Um, it's really good, and I've seen him down uh, down Dan Saf a few times. And just looking at some of the cards he's got on surprise support and stuff, and there's some really cool alt-arts. Just turning my head to have a look. Yeah, some really cool alt arts that uh, I've not seen before, which is awesome. And it's very well supported in terms of prizes and things. And Elements is a good place to go hang out and play games. Uh, but what will be there is that it's not just if you are a player of other games, uh, other Star Wars games, I should say, like Shadowpoint um, Shadow Armada. And I don't see x Ring on there, but I mean, could be wrong. They will be doing other games on there as well. Um yeah, so that's a, it's a big Star Wars event, and what they did last year was they they played Star Wars films um, while you're playing a game, so that was quite fun to watch and things. And we are, of course, sponsoring the event um, as well. So Comscan, as our our friends at Comscan and Crafty Terrain as well. So yeah, lots of stuff going on there. Uh, yeah, so
1: the deal he's doing is if you buy a ticket for the Springtacular two event on March the 9th and Galactic Conquest on May the fourth and fifth. And you save ten pound, and you also get entered into a prize draw to win um, Poggle the Lesser and two Geonosian Ocean Warriors. Um, two lucky players will win just a box of Geonosian Ocean Warriors. So that's, that's by buy yeah, by both by, by spend, So it's fifty pound for two events essentially. Um, by the looks of it, I'm sorry, Sam, if I've butchered your promotion, but um, all tickets do have to be brought by February the twenty ninth um, to be a part of the raffle.
0: So uh two, two days, days as i of mean given given this is going to be published probably uh, this going to be a day isn't it really but there we go yeah <laughs> hey maybe well hey if if it means that a few more people buy from sam maybe he might be nice who knows i'm know not quite he may not be he may not be it's it's totally up to him uh moving on um i was going to look for more things in the next two two weeks three months but it's not on legion events i was i was assuming there'd be some stuff at harlequins so you've got the mando cup coming up but it's not it doesn't appear to be on LegionEvents.app. So Simon, sort it out, make it happen. Um, moving on, let's head further north where the accents change and people wear kilts in shields I think this is Johnny Lighthead's world up here. Uh, shields on April the seventh at the Fifth Ward Hall. Um, there's an event going on there. I haven't got the uh, I haven't got a, a Facebook event, but there is a Legion. Uh, there's a game uplink event on there, ready for you. So um, speak to. I think it's Johnny Lighthead's event up there as well. Uh, That's in Shields. That's just over the border between uh, the Geordies and the Scots. Uh, Jack, you got another one moving on any further higher? Yeah, let's go for
2: Sterling. So March 23rd, you've got Common Ground Games uh, and then also on May 25th, they're also doing another tournament.
0: Yeah, having... Uh, family up there. Uh, who well, well, actually, they're still uh, technically there. But my mum moved down from Sterling down to Newcastle. But uh, Common Ground Games is a lovely little place. Um, she used to when she was getting my Christmas presents, she'd uh, she'd dip in there and they'd they'd look after her and get presents and things for. but Well, she'd tell they to get my presents from there, so nice little store up there. And it looks uh, like it's only a couple of streets away from Stirling Castle, so it's And again, historically lovely place to visit as well, Stirling Sterling, Topsy, if anyone's interested um, Lastly, we'll go, let's go to Bathgate, Bathgate, no more um, if you know your, your proclaimers um, Saturday April 20th uh, and in Nightly Games in Bathgate, which is uh, in between Glasgow and Edinburgh, but more on the Edinburgh side if you know it um, obviously head up there. There's no Facebook event as yet, but if someone who organises that could make that happen and or send us more information, we'll be happy to assist. Um, If you are running events over the next two weeks, three months, three months plus, well, actually, we'll talk Andy's in a second as well. If you are running events in general, be it UK or abroad, um, that's no moon, are in a position where we can offer sponsorship where uh, they're in the form of promotion dice, promotion cards and tokens and things depending on the size speak with Ollie and you can he'll help you uh, acquire said packs the way to do that is to by emailing him Ollie at snowmanpodcast.com and he will sort you out, so to speak if as he has for uh, groups in Sweden recently um, we have just I think they, he sent five packs he sent five packs over to Sweden. Um, so, hello Sweden, uh, we hear you and we love you and uh, we look forward to sponsoring your events and seeing uh, more of you come over to another event, a major, later in the year. See what I've done there Andy, Segway.
1: <laughs> very good, very good. Talk to us. Um, tickets for um, Sheffield Early Birds, so the event is said a major so yeah i was kind of referring up. to the the one that the swedes were coming Sweden. over to i right, got a better one that's all right i've got a better one to oh, for god's sake
0: i've got to push
1: all of them i run them all this I've is true you have yeah, got to push everything go on go on then um, go on and sheffield technically is the first one um so uh yeah sheffield uh tickets are on sale uh, early bird specials are still available so it's 40 pound for a ticket um and lgt tickets have also gone on sale as well for legion so if you're wanting to start the bargain of 40 pound for a ticket then uh start buying now um obviously it's quite a way away but it's good to get the sales going early they are as i'm being told fully supported what that means will be revealed adepticon i don't even know myself
0: so when sheffield Um, please because i was looking through a calendar thinking actually hang on i'm pretty sure i got permission to go to this
1: you have to ask the awkward questions. I should well, yeah, I these. mean, it's
0: helpful to know what, 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 when it's happening for those we're advertising for. I've yeah. always found <laughs> usually a good one, isn't it? Uh,
1: Star Wars, uh, Sheffield is the thirteenth and fourteenth of July. Uh,
0: that's why. Oh, yeah. No, I couldn't make that one because I'm on
1: a, I'm on a holiday. I've already and got LGT it. LGT is uh, the twenty seventh through to the thirtieth of September.
0: Yep. But there's um, one, there's one in between then
1: there is um one in between there uh, yeah um i was trying to think about another one that uh, i'm not sure if i can announce yet either um it's, but yeah the most important one as you say with um our first <laughs> swedish pl- uh, ticket sold and i owe him currently one beer because the deal was for every swede he brings i buy him a beer
0: and i'm pretty sure you owe him three isn't he bringing three
1: ah, there's one ticket sold at the moment oh okay and I know there's more than one coming. Uh, yeah, you're, exactly. by, you're basically, I think you're supplier a six pack at least. I think, I think I am going to be about a six pack by the end of this deal. <laughs> but they are all traveling over for MKGT. Um, so yeah, tickets are literally, I think we're just on the cusp of hitting halfway. So they are selling quickly, um, especially now people are starting to get paid. Um, I believe if you are following us on Facebook, you would have seen that we did an announcement for um, the hotel. They finally got their ass into gear and actually got some uh, rooms to reserve. Um, I think it was only like 25 rooms, so they are on a uh, first-come-first-gone basis. Um, But uh, the the rate is not the cheapest, unfortunately, because as as I said before, Chasing Status are in town and obviously if you've not heard
0: him, you probably Chasing Status. Um
1: but yeah, um keep an eye out because we currently have three sponsors to announce, I think, um coming up. Um and obviously the latest sponsor we did was uh for D- yeah. <laughs> just double check which ones we've actually announced. <laughs> it was Deep Cut Studio, fantastic. Um, yeah, Deep Cut have uh, sponsored a mat uh, for us um, to give away, and that is on top of the mats obviously that we use at the event because they are some
0: really nice mats. Nice, that's all good. Uh, I'm in the process of trying to sort out an event in Colchester, uh, potentially in mid May. Um, I'll try that, so that might be something to go on Dan um around then. So I'm trying to sort that out. That would be uh, ideally and hopefully at 40k in Colchester and Davie Way, which is pretty good. Uh, Andy down there's a pretty good guy. You say so. 40k? No, it's called the shop is called. <laughs> now Andy Terrell's allowed is what it's called. Um, <laughs> uh, do you know what? So there's last thing I'm to bring up in events. Um, I I was talking to video man Tom earlier, and he said, "Do you know what Andy doesn't do enough?" And I was like, "What's that, Tom?" He doesn't promote his monthly MK events enough because they're really good, fun little events, and because they're so regular. Um, people should come to them because it's good for learners and veterans alike. So um, Tom says, tell Andy to talk about it more.
1: Okay. Um, so March is the only exception to all of the dates. Um Just because I'm going to tell you they're normally on the last Saturday of the month, but March is the exception.
0: Why? I can't think why.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm a a selfish git um, and I bring it forward. So it is on the 16th of March this month. Um, I think we are getting quite sold out on that one, actually. Um, I think we're already at eight tickets we're no longer hard capped at 16 players these days with wargames workshop which is fantastic news um it is a kind of i start at 16 and then i kind of just clear it with them that we can have extra where i think the store can go up to something stupid like 26 players these days for a single day event is fantastic the more players, the more prizes. Um Even if, like, this week where we had a low attendance in comparison to normal, um, you still get prizes and you get participation prizes for everyone just turning up.
0: Everybody's so, a winner.
1: Yeah, and, like, I think this week we had, like, three brand-new players. Um That's cool. Yeah, and it was, like, uh, their first tournaments and then in the room we had uh, Tom, uh, the Gales, myself as well so it it, it it was it was good to have the new players mixed in with uh, some vets um and and it was very much lots of laughs and giggles being had um, around the room basically um as the newer players were not finding out that they weren't getting seal clubbed because we managed to pass them all off to uh alpha <laughs> um but yeah they uh, even the new players had a nice good time and ended up getting paired against each other so it was nice that they had equal pairings.
0: How was um, Alfie's great-granddad's grandson? <laughs>
1: um, yeah, he he was uh, playing with. Uh, he's moved over to droids away from
0: Ooh. rebels.
1: Yeah, he's having a. I think he's in the same situation as you, Jack. That he's just um, not finding anything that tickles his fancy uh, with rebels, um,
2: and was getting Kended a little bit spirits, bored. Really
1: yeah um I can see the 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 hair is the the, the <laughs> defining factor between the two of you um but yeah he so he's sw- switched over um and got out our um his son's uh droids um and uh he's been really enjoying playing droids uh, but he managed to build the Geonosians in time and uh, put them on the board nice um, and really enjoyed the one pip <laughs> for poggle
0: excellent so Hopefully that wraps up what's going on in the UK over the next uh, two to three months. Um, obviously the best way to do that is to go on to legion And there are two links right at the top of the page. And it says data collected from the U- Legion UK events calendar. Um, and you click on that and you can add your event in there. And Jeff, uh, Jeff makes the magic happen along with Elliot as well. And then afterwards, obviously there's a little link under there saying like right, us as well, but that's not important. It's all about the events. Um, Final thoughts, gentlemen. Uh I've uh, I've got one final thought and then put, I'll throw the floor to you guys. No? No final thoughts at all, gents?
2: That's the noise that my
0: my head makes. Okay. <laughs> <It's> so, yours <laughs> yours has silence. Mine goes d d my mine just goes did, 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 all the time there you go. Uh Andy, any final thoughts, mate? Any other business? Uh no. Good. Excellent. Have, have fun. Okay. Have so, fun. Uh, my it, yeah. final, my my uh, my only other business is a special thank you to uh, Mrs. Austin's mum uh, for uh, I my, my wife was like, oh, you got something in the post. and I was like, oh, what's that? And uh, I received a, uh, a package from Austin's mother. Now, I would naturally sit there and go, oh, this is strange, but it was actually very, very nice. And in it is a, she's made a homemade a dice tray for me, which was awesome. And in the middle, it says, and I think this is actually quite apt for me. It says, I find my lack of faith in my dice disturbing. And then it has various Star Wars materials on there and things. So it kind of matches because my my mother's made me a dice bag, a a token bag, which is awesome. So I've now got two things made by mothers. So uh, I'm just collecting um, things made by mums, which is all good. Andy? Um, I was going to say that uh, Patreon members who have been subscribed at the relevant tiers, I posted out all of your stuff
1: on Monday.
0: I was hoping you'd say that. Uh, there are some people who are in the next in the next order thing, so you know who you are. You've messaged on Discord uh, and things, so that I will have taken over. I'm going to
1: I've, I've got a system now, me and Louisa, we've got a perfect thing. I'm going to take
0: over from Cockles. So things will get posted out on time yeah. now. So basically, I'll order it and then I'll get it to you. There you go. And you can post it out. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, and given that you live really close to the bloke that makes it, that really actually helps. <laughs> <So> you can <laughs> just collect it once I've ordered it. So it works out well. Yeah. Um, that's it for the show this week. Um we've had some really good discussions. We've had a serious discussion, which again, um I would like to just to say get reiterate on that one. Um was gonna make it for. Uh just yeah, just start a conversation, have a chat with people and go from there really. Um last but not least, uh Andy, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they do that?
1: You can find me on uh, Facebook under Andrew Terrell. Find me on Discord it's AJST, or you can even just drop me an email at Andy
2: at no dot com. Nice one. I will respond.
0: Uh, Jack, same to you.
2: Yeah, you can find me on Facebook as Jack Prouting, or you can find me on the TNM Discord as just Pompey now. It was a bit pretentious, my other name, so <laughs> short on that. And, Brilliant. Uh, you cannot find me on email, so don't try. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll give subtle you, dig there, we'll, subtle dig. We'll, we'll give you like our old info at one type thing that we had to so do, <laughs> um, and then you can find me Cockles uh, on pretty much all the social medias and or at, uh, Cockles at that'snameinpodcast no dot com. And yeah, that's been this week's show. Uh, thank you for listening. If you have any questions about anything that's spoken about today, please message us and please let us know what you think. And again, thank you. Cheerio. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon podcast.